What does it look like to have discipline and focus to achieve your goals? So that's what we're gonna be talking about this week and next week, so it's a two-part series. Um, and we're really gonna look at eight parts. And I got these from, I, I was doing some online training with Jonathan Fields, and he was talking about his eight-part plan for success. So he called it his success scaffolding plan, I think, um, but just eight parts. So we're gonna go over the first four parts today, and then next week we're gonna go over the next four parts. So really, I, I was watching this and I was like, this, this makes so much sense of just having these eight different parts to our kind of our, our success trajectory and really being intentional with each and every one of the parts. And this is how we create the discipline and the focus to achieve our goals, especially when our goals are like weight loss or having consistent energy or feeling confident in our bodies. Like these are really big grandiose things. And so sometimes it's hard to stay disciplined and stay focused throughout there or getting ourselves back when we do fall off a little bit. And so these, when I, when I was um, listening to all these eight parts, I was like, this is a lot of what I coach on because I was literally kind of taking his framework of success and I was putting it, I was like, okay, this is in that part of the program. This is in this part of the program. So that's why I really liked it. Um, but I thought he, the way that he laid it out was a really, really great way. Um, so let's dive in. So one of the most common things that I think people struggle with when they start their exercise is they, they know what they want and then they just go straight into action. So they figure out, okay, I want to lose weight. And so what is everybody else around me doing? They, they uh, exercise, they either do this kind of the 75 hard challenge or the insanity workout or strength training two, twice a week and then a whole bunch of cardio. Like they figure out the what. Oh, let's go keto, let's do intermittent fasting, let's cut out carbs, let's just try to do a whole foods diet. So the what. And then they go straight into action. But that leads us to not really properly prepare. And so the first part, the first number one thing, number one thing that you need to do before to kind of create yourself up for inevitable success is to create a picture of what that success looks like. So really get a really great picture of what do you want and what is that gonna look like? There's so much power in visualization and mentally picturing what this outcome and the success is gonna look like for you. Of just, like for me, I have a very visual person of what my success looks like for my goals, what Katie in the future is going to look like. I know exactly what she wears. I know exactly how she acts every single day. I know how she interacts with other people and her loved ones. I know the goals that she's kind of even striving for further on. I know what she, like I have, <laughs> there's a pair of black boots, high heeled boots that Katie wears all the time. Like it's, it's that finite detail of what I know this picture of my future self is going to look like. So the first thing that I want you to do when you go and you're starting on this new weight loss transformation or trying to make sure that you are living into the best version of who you are going to be is create a really strong picture of who you is going to look like. What are you gonna feel? What are you gonna see? What are you gonna hear? What are you gonna talk about? What do you do every single day 
Like what are the habits that are in place? What are the goals that she like, or he are like even trying to reach for even further? Like really create a really detailed picture of who you want to be and where you're, what this success and what this goal is going to lead to. So again, the, 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 the thing about creating the picture is you need to make it clear and specific. Like create as much clarity around what you're, what, where you're going and what you're trying to do because this just really grounds you and it excite, it's supposed to excite you. And so when you do dread working out every single day or when you do dread eating the salad or trying to not eat the pizza, having this clear clarity and, and being excited about it and the picture that you're working towards, that's going to give you so much more grit and resilience towards kind of moving the, the needle forward. And the really cool thing too about kind of having this really clear focus and the clarity and mentally visualizing it is that for your brain, it almost becomes like a GPS. It's like you, you have your, it's almost <laughs> like it, whenever, if, if you're looking for a new car, I, I just, this is the first example that popped into my head because I just got a new car. But when you get a new car and you're researching a new car, don't you see it everywhere now? Like we, uh, my family was really big into RAV4s. And then when I got the RAV4, I saw it everywhere. Now we're, we, we're uh, I do a GMC, see it everywhere. But before, I didn't even know GMCs existed. I didn't even know a terrain was a car at all. That's my car. Um, now I see it everywhere. So the more clear, this is, this is kind of a weird example, but the more clear and clarity that you get on who you want to become or what this vision, what the picture of your goal is going to give you, your brain starts seeing little different avenues to get there that you weren't kind of clear and focused on or was able to see before. So that's why starting number one, Number one is creating this, oops, is creating this picture, this really clear and specific picture of where you want to go. So the number two, so after you kind of really create a clear picture of what you want, number two step is create purpose or figure out what is the purpose for achieving that picture. I talk about this all the time of the importance of grounding your your desire for weight loss or your desire to have energy or your desire to eat healthy or work out more consistently to ground it down into a deeper why. So I call this your motivating factor. So your why behind your why. So why is it important to achieve that picture that you want? Because what's going to happen when you go through this transformation or any type of a challenge or any time that you have a goal to reach, there's going to be internal and external roadblocks. There's going to be some hard things that you have to do or some behaviors that are so ingrained in you that you're going to have to pick apart and destroy and make your way through there. And it's not so easy just to do that through willpower alone, through sheer force alone. You have to have a deeper purpose that keeps you going when your willpower is not even there. So when you don't even feel like doing it. You have to have, you have to take the time to really create and understand why are you doing this? What is important about losing the weight? Or what is important about having energy? Or what is important about feeling confident in my skin? Because there's a reason why you haven't achieved this. So 
I think a lot of the times it's because we don't have a big enough why, we don't have a big enough purpose that's going to allow us to keep fighting when those external and and the harder ones, your internal roadblocks are happening. So what is a bigger why that you haven't thought of in the past? And grounding that in every single day and keeping your purpose, every single day thinking of your purpose so that you can kind of get to that picture. So that's number two. So number three is finally going in and planning. So going and and figuring out what are the right steps in the right order for where I wanna go. Because a lot of the times, again, like I was saying before, we just go straight into action, but we don't know for ourselves what are the right steps in the right order to get where we want to go. And so Jonathan talks about kind of a couple of factors that you need to have in your plan. And again, when I was reading this, I was like, check, check, check. Like I, it's all in <laughs> my total transformation intensive, which I was very excited for. I was like another kind of validation for this, but I want you to have the information so that in case you, you feel like you can do this on your own, you have all the information that you possibly could need. So number one is to chunk it down. So you are, you're here. Let's start here. You want to get to here. Figure out what are the roadblocks that I need to get to of, all right, first step, second step, third step, or first mile, second mile, third mile, and then destination. And so one way that you could do this is to work backwards. Uh, If this is your goal, what is the step before that of you achieving it? And kind of looking at that and then and then starting here so mile three what do you need to accomplish before you get there so chunking it down like that and keep going until you get to where you are currently and then again you just have real clear focus of all right here's my first step so that's what I have like in the total transformation intensive is we've broken it down into three steps honestly so the first part is learning how do you set yourself up for inevitable success. Second part is learning what foods are right for your specific body type and also your your exercise too and your movement. And then the third step is how do we create these so that they're lasting transformation, they're lasting habits. You actually continue to do them and it's not just another program where you've finished it and then you're done. So that's just a little bit of a preview of what kind of my three mile marks are for my clients and for myself. The, the second part of a good and concise plan are benchmarks. So how do you measure the progress that you're making? So asking yourself, did you hit the mark? Did you kind of overachieve? Did you kind of not so do of a great job? And really just understanding how is my progress going? Where can I pivot a little bit? And where can do I need to kind of just level up just a little bit more? Um, because for a lot of us, it's human nature for us just to be have a really negative mindset and a really negative bias towards our transformation. Like, you know, it is so much easier to be kind of self-critical of ourselves compared to a loved one or a friend or even a coworker. Like for, for visualizing everybody outside of us, it looks like they're making so much progress. But for us, we're like, oh, I could have done better. I could have exercised a little bit harder. I could have, I didn't really need uh, to have so much food that day. Like, why did I binge? Why did I self-sabotage? And so we, we become really negative. So it's really, really important to have specific benchmarks 
and just analyzing, okay, how did I do? What did I do really, really well? And giving yourself some praise for that. And then also asking, okay, what were some challenges or obstacles? And then asking too, and this is something I ask my clients all the time, when you do have challenges and obstacles, figure out, okay, what could I do better? Or looking at what did you do really, really well? And then kind of taking however you approach that and say, okay, what can I kind of transfer to the things that I did struggle with? So that's why just constantly asking yourself, what did you do really well this week? And then what did you, and then taking that information and understanding where did you struggle with and then trying to kind of put those habits and those behaviors into the things that you struggle with. And another important aspect of too, kind of creating benchmarks and and seeing our progress, really even if it's just like daily 1% things, it overrides our negative bias. So it overrides our brain being like, I'm not doing enough. And it kind of gives us like, hell yeah, I am doing enough. The fourth part of a good plan is to understand the workarounds of what is going to get in my way. What is stopping me or slowing me down from achieving the goal that you want? So I would recommend asking this to yourself weekly. Every single week, take some time and kind of just look at how did, how did I show up last week? How are my action steps? What do I need to over, what did I not follow through on? and really understand what stopped me from achieving that. Because when you can pinpoint what stopped you, what is your workaround, what are the obstacles that get in your way, you have so much power and ownership next week. When the same situation pops up, you've already mentally visualized, what do I have to do this time so I do achieve the results or that I show up just a little bit better? All right, and the fourth part of kind of having resilience and focus and discipline for our success is possibility. So understanding and, and, and really like in our bones knowing that we can do it. Because it is, you're trying something that you're, it's not possible. You haven't done in the past. Like it's new, it's different. Your brain, it's your, I call this your critter brain. Your critter brain is gonna freak out when you're making change and developing new habits. So, and this is the hard part. And I do have, if you guys wanna kind of dive in deeper, I have a workshop on this of creating expectancy and creating that, that and integrating the possibility that this is going to be different. This is possible. So this is, this is the hard work of me telling you the fourth step is possibility. And for you to actually not just say it, not just fake it till you make it, but actually really in your bones, know that this is going to be it. This is going to be the time. It's not just gonna be another time of me saying I'm gonna lose the weight or I'm gonna be healthy, become healthy, be confident, be the morning person that exercises every single day. You have to figure out How do you make it so that this is possible for you? And so for me, for in my clients, it's creating expectancy. And there's just kind of, there's eight question, coaching question sequences that I run my clients through that really creates that expectancy that this is possible. This is who I'm going to become. And it really does start off with that, that picture right here and then that purpose. 
and just asking yourself, how do I, what are my steps to get there? And knowing like, again, just deep in your bones that this is possible because I know it's possible. I know, I know you, I know the type of woman you are. You've like, you're a hustler. You've worked so hard in other areas of your life and you've achieved so much. Your health is just, it, it's, it's there. It's almost there. We just need some days to catch up. We just, you have the visualization, you have the mental capacity, you have the will and the drive. You just need the support and accountability to get there. I believe in you, you've got this. So figure out these four steps first of creating a really big picture of understanding your purpose, of figuring out a plan that works for you. So what are the right steps in the right order for you specifically? Not what's good for the person on social media that's talking about this plan or that diet. Not what's good for your mom or for your sister or for your, even your best friend. What works specifically for you? And then figuring out how do I, in my bones, know that this is possible? Because I know it's possible. It's in my bones that it's possible for you. So take these first four steps, really integrate that this week and go all in.